Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco and P. Santangelo Jr. And uh, Russell Jackman, I think he's on the phone, but uh, we'll get him on here in a minute. He is. There he is. Okay. And each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And of course, since we're still in football, we're getting really close to the Super Bowl. We still have some Super Bowl questions. These ones, these ones are going to be a little bit easier, I think. All right, we, we never like okay. to, we never like to get you guys like you know disenchanted, and it's like, oh no, another trivia question. Ah, you know, no, these will be a little bit easier for you. All right, obviously we got to talk about all the uh, exciting games that happened uh, this last weekend. And um, I was telling FP just before the show, I said I don't remember a single weekend where every single game came down to you know, pretty much the last play. Well, it's never happened before. Not well, for all four. Know, that's why I can't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in fact, what was it? Let's see. I guess, was it Kansas City was the only home team that won? Correct. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Had the Bills won, that would have really been a part of NFL history. Yeah. That, With uh, all that, four teams winning. And do you think uh, that, I mean, that game is going to go to, especially the last, you know, three minutes or whatever, uh, that's going to go down in history as a classic, like one of the all-time greats, don't you think? Well, unless you're a fan of the Buffalo Bills. I feel <laughs> so bad for them. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 13 <laughs> seconds. You got the lead with 13 seconds. Yeah. And then Holmes does what he did. And I don't know about UFP, but, I mean, I, I get it. It's pro football. They got their own rules. But man. Did not give the Bills a chance in the overtime period after losing a coin flip. In fact, Andy Reid made a comment about that. It seems bad. My favorite tweet from this weekend was that beer pong has better OT rules than the NFL. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to SportsCon 101. Don't touch that dial. We're right back. Tahoe 
Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays, reservations are recommended. Visit paleosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paleosf.com, P-A-L-I-O-S-F dot com. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Mr. Russell Jackman. All right, guys, where are we going to start? Uh, I was going to talk about uh, ping pong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ping pong. Winter Olympics. Yes. All right. Curling. Let's talk about curling, everyone. Actually, February third, no, not till February third. How about that? Yeah, after well, the opening ceremony. Yeah, you know, one one quick thing though about the Winter Olympics, uh, I did have a little note here that apparently the athletes are warned not to discuss human rights. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's all China. kinds of rules in that country. Yeah, and you know what? not wear those T-shirts in support of a <laughs> person that was, uh, I guess, prosecuted for speaking out against the country. Yeah, uh, the the they could read from the phone book. Uh, during the Olympics, and the ratings aren't going to be any better or worse because nobody's going to be watching from the United States. 
It's going to have, I, I predict this may be one of the lowest rated Olympics in history. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think so. Okay, guys, let's, let's go ahead and uh, move on to football. So uh, FP, you were talking about um, the overtime, be a little bit of devil's advocate. Go ahead. Let's start it off. Okay, so of course we know the Chiefs and Bills, instant classic, one of the best football games we've ever seen, 42-36 overtime finish, and Josh Allen had one of the greatest all-time performances from a QB standpoint and didn't have a chance to have a rebuttal. I was talking to some people, and they mentioned, well, listen, FP, think about it. If Josh Allen got a chance, and he got a chance, he would score again, and he'd keep on going back and forth because the defenses are just so damn fatigued. They've been playing. They looked fatigued at the very end of the game. It'd probably go into four or five different overtimes. And I thought about that, and I was like, that's pretty interesting to think about. But wouldn't five overtimes still be pretty amazing, too? True. Yeah, that's I'd not how it would work anyway. That's yeah, not how it worked anyway, because as soon as the, the both teams score, the next score is in is sudden death. Yeah, but if it if just think about this though. Think about if you were able to have a rebuttal like everybody wants the new overtime rules, right? Because we're all discussing like we want to change these overtime rules now, right? Say they just kept on scoring touchdown after touchdown because the defenses were really fighting for their lives at the end and just super fatigued. Like you got to put yourselves in the shoes of those defensive linemen, those DBs that are just getting burned at the yeah, end. But this, isn't that why you have second string and third string? I mean, you know, you can't just keep getting these guys just so fatigued that your second string is going to be better, right? Well, I mean, you're just only so deep on a bench, though. It's not like you can pull practice squad guys off the bench and put them in a game. That's just not how Yeah, only 47 are activated for the game. I'm sorry, yeah, 53, that's... but – but but the you get pretty practice squad guys out there. It's By the way, I'm okay with the OT rules the way they are. I personally am okay with it. Yeah, because I mean, in theory, if you hold them to a field goal, then at least yeah. you have a chance. But but still, you know, the flip of the coin to, to decide who gets to start. I mean, again, like you said, that the Bills did not even get a chance. Um, they did get a chance. You have to stop a team. A little bit, you know, they, they had a chance to, to not even go to overtime if they stopped the Chiefs with 13 seconds left in regulation. They yes. couldn't do it. Yeah, so, so you know, listening, that they're going to win in overtime. Well, listening to the game, obviously, uh, you know, the, a couple of things they pointed out. A, yeah, I don't know why they didn't just squib kick it. Uh, I'd rather take the four seconds or so off the clock rather than, uh, you know, keep the 13. But also I look at the, the last play that Kelsey made just before the field goal. And it's like, I, you know, I understand why you think the, Kelsey's going to go uh, to the sideline, but how come he's not like right in his face to begin with, to give him a nice little bump and just be right there. You know, obviously we always second guess all these things, but it's a little, you know, unless I did want the Bills to, to win and I like Mahomes. I mean, I like both quarterbacks and stuff, but uh, it's interesting. The, uh, Josh Allen, he reminds me a lot of like Roethlisberger when he was, uh, you know, in his prime, you know, big oh, six foot five, almost 250. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his big boy. Yeah. Big boy. But so you know what? Here's, here's, the, here's the big right. thing. You know what? Until they change the rules, we'll never know. That's true. That's we'll a very never good point. know. And I, I thought what was interesting. I don't think the rules should change. I don't think the rules should change. I mean, you have enough time during the regular game itself, and don't tell me that that you know Buffalo didn't make its own mistakes to you know let things happen to the point 
where, you know, they shouldn't have gotten to overtime. And then once you're in overtime, your defense, you have the number one defense in the AFC and you can't hold them to at least a field goal. You've got to let them march all the way down to a touchdown. You don't deserve to win that game. Good point. Good okay, point. Okay, go ahead. You're, well, I was just going to say, I think Josh Allen's really established himself as maybe yeah. the top QB in the NFL. And you could put, I think Patrick that one goes Mahomes. to Mahomes. I think Mahomes. that goes to Mahomes. What was that, right Ross? Now. You kind of cut out. I think that goes to Mahomes now, considering they just faced each other head to head and who won. Yeah, but I mean, statistically, Josh Allen blew him out of the water in that game. Like, it wasn't even close. He, Josh not Allen in the had last way 13 better seconds. Not in the last uh, 13 yeah, seconds. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, that's not just. Yeah, he didn't have the ball, though. He yeah, didn't have the ball the last three. It is, it's no slight to Mahomes. I mean, we're just talking about like going forward. I can definitely see that because I mean, you've got a quarterback who, I mean, he's accurate, but he and and, he, and Mahomes can run too, but he, he doesn't run over people like like Josh Allen. Can. Well, let's just think about it, if Josh Allen had the weapons of Patrick Mahomes, what Josh Allen could do too. These are all things that is true. Factor. Yeah. So, but it was just an amazing game. I really want to talk to you guys about the entire weekend, though. And the sure, Titans Bengals yep. game was absolutely incredible. Let's talk about yep. another QB, Joe Burrow. I yes. like to call him Joe Burr because he's the coolest <laughs> cat in the room. He really yep. is. Coolest <laughs> cat in the room. That guy, even in his post game interviews, he just took the Bengals to the AFC championship. And he looks like he's at the gas station just talking to somebody, giving them directions. Yeah, it's, yeah, that was, yeah he, was, he was just like this. Yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome. You know, he's uh, he's definitely going to be uh, a force to reckon with uh, this weekend going forward. I, I, I think- I'm going to tell you when he goes to Kansas City. I mean, they, I mean, he is not he is not going to back down from anybody. No. I mean, he I mean, he's going to will himself to keep those guys in the game. I mean, it it, it is all about the Bengals defense, and I think all yeah. the pressures on Kansas City because I mean, the Bengals are coming in looking like. Uh, Looking like David versus Goliath with this one. I mean, nobody talking about Cincinnati. So nobody. That's yeah. That stadium, that Kansas City stadium, is so intimidating. I mean, people don't give it credit for being absolutely. Uh, when I was listening to that game on, uh, you know, on TV, I could feel the the noise coming out of that stadium. Yeah, I've know, been there. To, it's really, really loud. I mean, it's one of those stadiums where. You try to have a conversation with a person sitting next to you and you can barely hear what they're saying. When it was crazy when you had, you know, they, they got excited, then they got depressed, then they got excited, then they got depressed, you know, like this back and forth, you know, quiet and then excitement, quiet, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, Some people are saying that there should be a little plaque at the Hall of Fame mentioning this weekend and how it was maybe the most exciting weekend in divisional uh, uh, playoff history. Well, think about I can't it. remember a weekend like yeah, this. Yeah, every every game. I mean, even, you know, uh, L.A. was was killing Tampa Bay until they, they just kept fumbling the ball. And that's what finally made it exciting. Uh, but everything came down to the last, uh, last minute. Okay, guys, we're going to cut to our uh, next commercial break here. Our first trivia question, talking Super Bowl. This, again, these, these questions are going to be a little bit easier, right? Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers had four Super Bowl seasons in the 1970s. They defeated the Vikings in Super Bowl nine, then the Cowboys in 10 and 13. I got to remember my Roman numerals here. From now on, I think I'm just going to write the number, you know? Now, who was Pittsburgh's fourth victim in Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, 14? I know this one. It's right? one of the few Super Bowls I didn't watch. Oh, is that right? 
Yeah. I, I was actually rooting for the other team, but uh, played in uh, uh, January of 1980. All right. That's our trivia. I've question. only missed two Super Bowls, and that's one of them. You know, it's funny. The only Super Bowl I remember specifically missing was the Ravens Giants in what year was that? 2000. Was that 09? 09. No, no, no. It was uh, like 2001 or something. Ravens. Oh, that was the uh, that yeah, that was the Raven. Yes, that was the Ravens. That was Trent Dilfer. Uh, Ray oh, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. For, for some reason, yep. for some reason, two thousand one, January twenty eighth, two thousand one. All right, that's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ one hundred and one. We'll be right back. Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Burn Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question. The Pittsburgh Steelers had four Super Bowl seasons in the 1970s. They defeated the Vikings in Super Bowl IX, which I think they, they, they kept them to like 44 yards in offense. I mean, it's just ridiculous on that one. Um, poor Chuck Foreman just couldn't do it. Uh, then the Cowboys in 10 and 13. Uh, Super Bowls 10 and 13. Who was Pittsburgh's fourth victim in Super Bowl 14, played in January of 1980? Go ahead. Scream it out. Oh, well, it's the Rams. The Los the Angeles Rams. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah, no, right. I, I boycotted that Super Bowl. I, I, I truly didn't care who won that one. Well, I, I was actually rooting for the Rams, even though I'm a 49er fan, just because Pittsburgh times. Well, because Pittsburgh was, you know, killing our Oakland Raiders, uh, you know, with the, with the immaculate reception, et cetera. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? What else uh, football team? One quick thing. I know uh, Russ hates talking about Antonio Brown. I don't really like talking about him, but apparently. Yeah, I do. Why, why is he taking up any of our bandwidth? Well, only because a couple of teams, a couple of teams, apparently, according to him, a couple of teams have called. Yeah, but which teams? Uh, yeah, I don't and it's not going to happen until next year. So it's, it's not even news. So. I'd say move on because, you know, he doesn't deserve a spotlight. That's just what the guy wants, and he doesn't deserve any. Well, we should talk about the Packers and 49ers. Yeah, and absolutely. That catastrophe yeah. for the Green Bay so, Packers. Guys, can I tell you something? Uh, yeah, special teams, baby. Can I tell you guys something? Yeah, please. On Monday morning, the first thing I did was listen to Sports Talk Radio in Wisconsin. I found a way to listen ah. to Sports Talk Radio, and it was a meltdown. Oh, the schwab. I love An absolute it. Meltdown. I'm talking about people saying they should build a, a, a roof over Lambeau so that way Aaron Rodgers ah. can throw better. I'm talking about <laughs> trade Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about blow up the whole franchise. I'm talking about the greatest <laughs> sports talk radio of just meltdown proportions you've ever heard in my entire life. And that was because the 49ers played phenomenal defense yeah. and held Aaron Rodgers back it was just an incredible game 13 10 a special teams disaster Absolutely. that will go down in the record books yeah yeah and speaking of special teams it's it had been since not since 1989 where you had a block field goal and a block punt in a playoff game and the 49ers were able to just pull it off i mean I, 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 willis i mean hello high ankle sprain i mean i just just yeah. Just, just an afterthought. And he comes in and puts a paw on that punt that seemed to stay in the air forever. Yeah. And then Hufunga picks it up, a scoop and a score. Let's face it, everyone wants to say that guy's name over and over again. Hufunga. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves saying that. Telefana Hufunga out of USC. Where, where does he come from? Like Tonga? I don't know. I don't know where he's from. All I know is that he was in the right place at the right time. But, but the scoop you, and the score of that one. I mean, and, can you imagine the special teams? It's like, how often do you get to play, right? I mean, you, you know, for a punt field. I mean, it's like, that's why they call them special teams, right? And it's like, you've got like one job to do and you just blow it twice. I mean, that's just, that's just got to be, like I said, demoralizing. Uh, about, oh, for the for, for for the Packers, for the Packers, yeah, yeah. That's the one. The special teams is the one thing that did not improve on in the off season. It's uh, it, it, it was completely undervalued, and it came back and it and it bit him in the butt. And 
Hey, credit the 49ers for going in there in that house, in that hostile environment in, in, in zero weather against the number one seed in a stadium where the Packers had not lost all year long, heavy underdog, and in a, in a, in a snow globe, yeah. and they get it done. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, they, 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 it's, the it's, it's also was unbelievable saying. the fact that you've got 32 NFL teams, and there's four left. Tom Brady, out. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, out. And who's standing? Burroughs. <laughs> Garoppolo, Garoppolo. A man who did not throw a touchdown yeah. in that game. But there were no offensive touchdowns in that game. Well, 131 like, yards from Garoppolo. Let's think about that. And getting back to special teams, the 49ers had one of the worst special teams all season. And we've seen like the past – five weeks or so, just get a little bit better, just a little bit better, just a little bit better. And finally, they were just good enough to be better than the Packers. And it came down to special teams. Who would have thought? I mean, this game is just amazing. It's it's just drama at it the did, high level. It did come down to special teams, but also it came down to the defense making a huge play against Cooper Cup that sparked everything and got the Niners off the mat and ready to, to, to deliver. Um, that's what we've been seeing with the 49ers, where when the offense is down and not getting the job done, the defense makes a big play, and suddenly the 49ers wake up. It's like Popeye eating the can of spinach, you know? He's getting beaten up by Bluto, and suddenly he eats the spinach, and bam, he kicks butt all over the place. Yeah, well, and, well, Eric Armstead must have had a couple of cans of spinach because he was just a monster yeah. on the oh, interior yeah. defensive line. I mean, game ball to everybody on that defensive line. Yeah. Or maybe being able to get a push and and really kind of just just hound and and, and hound Aaron Rodgers just enough for, for whatever reason just he just they they were able to just take over yeah. and and win that game. I, I was in I was in I was in disbelief for at least a day. Yeah. After that happened, and now the sizes up. Hey, now, now the sizes is up. The Rams at the Rams in the stadium that's also the site of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Niners go in there, underdogs again, against a team they've beaten six times in a row, trying to make it seven in, in, a, in a stadium that very much could be a sea of red by the time the ticket sales are done. I can't, imagine, I can't imagine playing a home game and having to use a silent count to snap the ball because it's just so noisy there. Yeah. And then when Garoppolo had the ball – they were silent, so he could make the regular calls. <laughs> Pretty incredible. And can we talk about the billing address restriction that the Rams put yes. on Ticketmaster yes. for a little bit? So if you guys which aren't aware. Work, which did that. not work in the long So if you guys run. aren't aware, for at least a day, the Rams tried to limit 49ers buying tickets at SoFi Stadium for the NFC Championship game by having a billing address in the greater Los Angeles area. People found ways to get around it. You can use PayPal. You can get a Visa gift card. So that way the billing address isn't tracked. And it got so bad to the point where people weren't really buying tickets that they just said, you know what? Screw it. We'll let anybody get tickets. And now tickets are finally being bought and you can actually see places being sold out sections. So 49ers fans are going to be showing up. And it's I don't see how fun. that's legal as the yeah. attorney here. I don't see how that's legal. I mean, if you, let's say you were in Wisconsin and you wanted to buy a ticket to go see the game, why shouldn't you be allowed to go see the game if you, you live in Wisconsin or you live in Nebraska or you live in Iowa? 
I mean, to say that you can only buy tickets if you're in Los Angeles, I think is an unconstitutional restriction against the Commerce Clause, which yeah. is a constitutional right of all Americans. You know, it reminds, it reminds me of like Disneyland. The entire United States. You know, like Disneyland, if you live in a certain zip code, you can you get a discount because you, they want the locals. That's there. different. That's different. That's, that's different. different. Yeah. That's not precluding. That's just giving a benefit. Yes. Same thing like Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, Inter-island flights for Hawaiians is much cheaper than, well, they're not that expensive anyway. That's still not saying cheaper. you can't buy a ticket. Correct. That, yeah. There, and there's a difference between giving a break to somebody versus the, uh, not uh, you know precluding them from buying. Absolutely. I guess this has actually happened a few times in sports history, though. So whenever there's a new team in an area and they're trying to build a fan base, uh, I can remember when the Nationals back in 2012 restricted uh, the billing address because Phillies fans would be showing up at the game so often during the Philly series that they had to restrict the address there to just the local D.C. area in Pennsylvania. So this is nothing yeah. new. That's, that, yeah, you know, you've got to get a way to make your home base that excited about your team. I yes. feel like there should be a home field. Like I understand from a business perspective, listen, you got to protect your brand. You're going to get embarrassed if you have 90% of red in at SoFi stadium and the NFC championship. And you want to maintain a home field advantage because you've technically earned it. Right. But at the end of the day, maybe your marketing and brand can be a little bit better. So, well, if I'm a businessman, I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather lose a little face publicly and make money. I don't know. Yeah. You guys like that. They're, they're not there to, to, to lose money. That's you start, true. You start losing money, then you get their attention. That's true. And again, I don't see it being fair to the rest of the United States. If you yeah. live somewhere outside of San Francisco, why are you being discriminated against? You might actually be a Rams fan that lives in Iowa or Nebraska. Not that there are many, but no, so they, what they, what what they could, or St. Louis. Or How St. about St. Louis? Yeah. 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 So what yeah. they could do, and again, this is this is probably not legal, but what they could do is discriminate and say, oh, if you got this zip code, uh, but then we're going to charge you twice as much. I mean, it's like here in, in California, there are certain areas that are very expensive uh, to live. And when a contractor finds out what your zip code is, in some cases, they'll up the price 30%. Just what they should do is include a picture of Vince Ferragamo. And if you know who he is, you can buy a ticket. For the Rams game. <laughs> and if you don't know who he is, you don't get a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Well, the Rams just, uh, I, you know, here are the Rams in, in a television market where you, you, you have the Chargers, but yeah. what's the most popular football team in Los Angeles? Raiders. USC. The Niners. USC. The Raiders. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our next commercial break here. All right. Super Bowl XXV11. That would be 27, right? Uh, saw the Dallas Cowboys humiliate their opponent 52 to 17. Who was on the losing end of this fiasco? All right. That's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Catch Some Relief is the first CBD company to market directly towards fishermen. While we market towards fishermen and the outdoorsmen, our products are for anyone suffering from inflammation and anxiety. At Catch Some Relief, we don't sell CBD oil. We only sell products with the highest amount of bioavailability. Spend your hard-earned dollars on products that work. 
at Catch Some Relief. Wherever your pain, we have you covered. So check out CatchSomeRelief.com to relieve your pain. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackman. All right, second trivia question. Super Bowl 27 saw the Dallas Cowboys humiliate their opponent 52-17. to Who was on the losing end of that fiasco? Ah. Uh. What a bad Super Bowl that was. Russ? Uh, that, wasn't that the Bills? It was the Bills, yeah. And in fact, yeah, I, I think... You know why I knew, uh, <laughs> you know why I knew that game was going to be a disaster from the beginning? And that's because um, uh, Cornelius Bennett left his helmet on the bench and he ran out to the field without his helmet on during the introduction. <laughs> And I said, look, if, if you don't remember your helmet, and you're, this is the biggest game of your life, uh, you're in trouble. You know, you guys are going to be in trouble. And I said that at the Super Bowl party that I was at. I was like, oh, I don't have a good feeling about the Bills now. And isn't that the same one that where the, when Leon Lett uh, was ready to make a touchdown? And I think yes, Don yes. And punched Don Beebe. Yes, Don Beebe <laughs> knocked the ball out of his hand because he was right. showboating. The ultimate right. in don't. Don't show about before you get into the end zone. 
Um, But I was sitting at the Super Bowl game. I was sitting next to a Dallas fan. It was one of the most unpleasant experiences (laughs) of my sporting life. Couldn't stand it. Oh, disgusting. But but uh, uh, the, the the food was good at the party. There that was go. the one thing is that you know, you at least if you go to a party that's got good food, you, you can somewhat uh, damage control how bad the Super Bowl sometimes is. Uh, okay, so now Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, what's the future, guys? So Tom Brady came out with a few quotes, and he looks like he's starting to leave some breadcrumbs out there to what might happen this offseason. He said, it's not always what I want. It's what we want as a family. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time with them and figure out what the future's next. It pains her. Of course, he's talking about his wife, his supermodel wife, Giselle, to see me get hit out there. And she deserves what she needs for me as a husband. And my kids deserve what they need for me as a dad. So I don't know if this is maybe Tom Brady working the media a little bit, or if this might be his actual time to, to call it a career. So guys, what are your thoughts? See him getting a hit. He played another 16 games. You know, the world's easiest job is being Tom Brady's backup. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, That's I don't know. Maybe, you know what? He might have to play one more year because he, he needs the money. Oh. Yeah, exactly. They're just barely making it. They're just barely eking by. Oh, my God. Would you be surprised if he called it a career? Really? Yeah. I No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um I had a conversation lightly talk, talking about this with his father, Tom Brady Sr. last week. And his, you know, he, he's not getting any younger and neither is his wife, Galen, who was a cancer survivor. And you've got, you've got the family scattered all over the country. And, and, and there is a, there is a, thought of of the Brady's moving back to California when it's all said and done where where the you know the kids can grow up and and, and the family kind of can kind of be together I mean so there is something to be said for that ultimately hey, the decision is going to just... rest on ultimately the decision is going to rest on on Giselle and Tom together probably over a walk somewhere where they just they just kind of you know figure it out yeah, they could just come back and buy San Mateo and just live there. They could just go and purchase San Mateo with all the money. I think it's I think it's cool that I think it's cool that the parents are still in the same house where he grew up, right down the street from Sarah High School. I think I, I think that's really really cool. In fact, I did a couple of live shots from their house when uh, when Brady was playing for the Patriots. But uh, just just a great just a great terrific family. As far as Aaron Rodgers' immediate future may be right here in Northern California because he's listed as those scheduled to compete in the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And that's in a couple of weeks. So that's pretty good. You think, you think you'll get a little attention there? I don't think there? there's ever been a more oh, meteoric. Yeah. But would you guys agree that there's never been a more meteoric rise and fall and then rise and then fall in one season than, than Aaron Rodgers has experienced for, for an athlete? I mean, mean, if you go back to last year where he won the MVP, wanted to get traded, did all those weird things in the offseason, came back, looks like he's an MVP, does the whole Corona thing, uh, uh, loses in the first round to the 49ers after having a bye and home field advantage. And now he he doesn't maybe want to be in Green Bay anymore. And people are talking about putting a roof on on, uh, Lambeau Field just to make 
just to make Aaron Rodgers happy. I've never seen <laughs> I think that Aaron's still going to play. I, I, I think, I think he's still going to play. I'm hearing Denver, other teams, stuff like that. So I, I, I think whether or not he plays or not, I think he's definitely going to play. I think he wants to play. I think he's got, I think he thinks he's got, you know, three to five years left playing at, at, at a high level. So I, I think Aaron Rodgers will be fine. And I've never really had a problem with Aaron Rodgers on the football field. And this is a guy that I got to know when he was playing at Cal. I can remember Wednesday mornings at the hall of fame room, which is the media availability day and spending, you know, it, half hour, 40 minutes, just, just, just he and I talking, you know, football and, and what, how, how great it would be to play at the next level and maybe the 49ers. And so he, he's a, he's a smart guy. He's an insightful guy. Uh, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on with part. the comments that, that he made with Joe Rogan and, and this, that, and the other, but, but on the football, on the field, he's, he's been magic. He's been money most of the time. He didn't play, he didn't play poorly this last weekend you know I mean, could have played better but it wasn't horrible it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a train line let him down he had to scramble way too way more than i think he ever wanted to the niners line had him running for his life most of the time after the first set i mean i've never seen a team go in a first set and play so flawlessly and then play so awful for the rest of the game in that first set, they went right through the 49ers defense like butter. And then for the rest of the game, he was scrambling and they had no running game, what to speak of. And um, uh, the Niners, although they gave them opportunities, they uh, Green Bay couldn't take any advantage of it, which is not something that's typical of Aaron Rodgers. Usually, if you give him the chance to take advantage of a situation, he always takes advantage of it. Well, they were just able to throw off number 12 and number 17, just enough in clutch situations to be able to win that football game. I think that even Josh Norman who came off the bench was on him and Josh Norman didn't, didn't tackle him while the ball was in flight. So Norman was that disciplined enough to, 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 to cover a, a guy like that and just kind of just, keep him from catching the for a team that led the league in pass interference penalties. Would the, have the Niners had a pass interference penalty in the last three weeks? No, they, they were actually pretty darn good this last few weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even against the Rams, I don't think they had a pass interference penalty. Might be wrong, but, uh, you know, they maybe have had one PI call against them in the last three weeks. That's been a big part of yeah. where the 49ers' success is. Sure. is to not give Which up give a lot of credit to defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans, who I believe will be employed yeah. by another team. Mm-hmm. He's going to get hired by another team. Uh, I don't want to lose two defensive coordinators in, 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 in three years. That's going to be well, tough. It's gonna, I think it's going to happen. That's, that's, it's it's going to happen. Um, I, and I really kind of seem to notice this the last like three or five years. A lot of these guys, you know, who are not head coaches, Boy, they just get swept away by another team to be a head coach. I mean, mm-hmm. the system's working. You want that. You want really good coaches to go to teams that are losing and struggling, so that way those teams get better and competition gets even oh, better, true. and then the product gets better on the field. Then we get weekends like this. Like that means the yes, system. Please have a conference call with with Sala before you decide to go, and 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 to find out how much fun it is to wind up playing yeah. for the you know coaching the Jets. You know, after oh, you're Russ, playing with Russ, the I'm sure, Russ, there, there, there are these, 
it's a close knit kind of fraternity. I think there there have been multiple texts between Robert Sala and Domingo Ryan's. Trust me on that. Multiple. Uh-huh. Yeah. So hopefully he reads those texts because I mean Sala is probably saying you know you you might want to just stay where you're at and enjoy what it's like to win because you know <laughs> I'm sure he didn't have the best seat the most fun he's ever had being the Jets head coach. Yeah, but give him next year, you know? It's a process. You can't just expect to win right away when you're yeah. in an organization like that. I think the Jets are a better football team than they were last year. I agree. I 100% agree, Vern. Yeah. Now, now Jacksonville Jaguars just have to kind of – and the Lions have to kind of up their game a little bit. <laughs> now, that's a project. Oh, hey, how, how do you think Jared Goff came back? Yeah. The Lions are good. Dan Campbell's that- a great coach. But how do you think Jared Goff feels watching uh, Stafford, you know, take the team to that he was just on to a Super Bowl and he's, you know, watching on TV and hoping for a high draft pick? Well, I know Jared Goff. He's another one of these guys that's just like this. And I think Jared Goff is going to be fine. And I think to a man, uh, there, there, there's arm strength and there are throws that Stafford can make yeah. that, 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 that Goff cannot. I mean, I mean, Stafford can really spin it. Through a tight window, and I'm not saying Jared can't, but 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 Stafford can do that with all the throws, back shoulder, left, right, whatever. It, just, it doesn't matter. He could just spin it. You know, arm strength means a lot. And I think Goff is going to have a really good season next year. If you guys don't don't forget, in the beginning of the season, the Lions had three or four games where it was a one score difference. And they could have ended up with 10 wins this season. So I think they could did. Could have been the 49ers. Time. Yeah. They could have beaten the 49ers. The, the, the first game against the 49ers, the Niners didn't exactly dominate that game and, and let Detroit have a chance to get back in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here we are, you know, everyone putting down uh, uh, Garoppolo all season long, me included, and everyone calling for Trey Lance. And Garoppolo is headed to the NFC title game do you think the Niners are going to have to break the bank to keep Garoppolo as quarterback or are they going to try to sign and trade him or are they just going to going to let him go cut him and let him go he only made I think two or two two good throws during the game you know where you look and go hey now that was pretty darn good throw other than that you know interception and just you know the discombobulation that goes on between them uh any predictions guys what do you think the Niners do if, if 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 Jimmy Garoppolo leads this team to a win and another Super Bowl appearance. I mean, I, I, yeah, they don't, I yeah, think you're going to have to really think about it. Even if he doesn't, it. let's say they lose to the Rams. Much as he's just been, they... just been just been dragged through the mud all season long. I mean, trust me. I mean, that, I mean, I mean you, you, you got to admit that. I mean, this guy's been hated, hounded. I mean, people screaming. At it, and, and, and for all that, throughout his entire tenure, he's a quarterback that would lead two 49er teams to the Super Bowl. It's pretty incredible if you think about it. And all his teammates have his back to They say he's a fantastic, even-killed leader of men, and that really says something. I think not yeah. enough people teammates talk love about him. the person in the clubhouse, the person in the locker room, how important that is. And just to be a leader of men and just to keep that calmness when things are hitting the fan, he's been doing it. He's been winning. So it's yep. going to be really interesting. When you look at the future of the 49ers, they got to pay Debo Samuel. They got to pay a lot of different players. They got to pay Nick Bosa. So that's when the contract and the, and the bureaucracy kind of comes in a little bit where you're like, okay, well, 
you know, if we get rid of Garoppolo, we can sign these guys that were actually really, really integral part of this team, but then we lose a leader. And how is Trey Lance going to fill that void? Is he the same way? Can he execute? Can he do these things? That's true. So, okay. Hey guys, we're going to cut to our last commercial break here. Super Bowl 33 played in January 1999 saw this team make their first Super Bowl appearance in the history of their franchise. They would go on to lose to Elway and the Broncos 34 to 19. Which team that went 14 and 2 in the regular season lost to John Elway and the Broncos? All right, stay with us, Sportsecom 101. We'll be right back for some closing comments. travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 855- Three two five seventeen eighty. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Russell Jackman. Super Bowl 33, played in January 1999, saw this team make their first Super Bowl appearance, but they lost to John Elway and the Broncos. Which team was that? Would that be the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> yes, it would be. They're very good, the Falcons. Okay, FP, you want to make a quick mention about Odell Beckham and his paycheck? Yeah, so Odell Beckham Jr., when he signed with the Rams, signed for $750,000 worth of Bitcoin. Now we know that cryptocurrencies are currently crashing right now. So at the time, Bitcoin was worth $64,293. It is now worth $35,400. So that deal is worth $400. Rough- yeah, but you know what, though? The thing is, he, he could have gotten paid in cash and taken the cash and bought the Bitcoin and it went down. So, and, and, and guys don't wait till the end of the year to get paid. They get paid while things are going on. And FP, your, uh, your screen's freezing right now. So uh, we're going to go ahead. Let's cut out for the day. All right, here's our thoughts for the day. Knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. You know who said that? Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Probably the best speaks, guitar player of all time. All right. And uh, I took my wife to a disco at the weekend uh, last weekend. And uh, there was a guy who was dancing on the floor, breakdancing, moonwalking, backflips, the works. It was awesome. My wife turned to me and said, you see that guy? 25 years ago, he proposed to me and I turned him down. And I said, yeah, <laughs> look, looks like he's still celebrating. <laughs> yeah, I just got out of the hospital. Okay. All right. Uh, tune in. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. I'm Av Bardeen. I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Go Niners!